0: Hey everyone out there and rambling about racing nation. Matt Beamer here, along with the entire crew: Charlie Herkus, Preston Lude, and Austin Reeves, bring you the latest and greatest from the world of auto racing. We're of course going to talk about the elephant in the room: the Bubba Wallace Kyle Larson incident that happened in Las Vegas this past weekend. We're going to talk about Kyle Busch; is he just not caring anymore here in the while he's with Joe Gibbs Racing? Preview the upcoming races from Homestead for the Truck Xfinity Cup race, as well as the race from for Formula One. Let's get into it. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky.
1: This is a production of ITM Media.
0: Yes, it was a crazy weekend for everyone, I dare say. A great race from Las Vegas. For the Cup Series, for the Xfinity Series as well, I dare say, they delivered right there on the mile and a half. We were kind of worried about that, I think, along with a lot of other people, but the race from Las Vegas was really good. Of course, we're going to talk about, like I said at the intro, the elephant in the room, the Bubba Wallace-Kyle Larson incident in detail, get everybody's opinion on it as well as yours out there, and... Thank you for joining us on episode 152 of Ramblin' About Racing. Again, I'm Matt Beamer alongside the crew here of Ramblin' About Racing. Charlie Herc is Austin Reeves and Preston Lude. Gentlemen, it's been a long week and it's been a fun week and glad to have the whole crew back together on this episode. Hope everyone's doing well. We're going to start off with Preston. How's it going, man? That's going well. <clears throat> Life continues to keep me busy, so, you know, hey, it is what it is. I'm just glad that you're here finally going to talk about so racing. you're going to talk about racing you're going to talk a little bit about formula one coming up here we had a little discussion off air before we started rolling here about driver changes at Haas and Williams coming up here hopefully we could get that squared away prior to the end of the show because we didn't talk about it last week but that's okay but how's the family everything else going well
2: yeah, family's well. Everything's going well. Like I said, um, life is uh, just busy. You know, it's busy when you have two kids, you know. You spend your afternoons going to, uh, do, you know, different events. Uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter is doing cheerleading right now, so that's kind of the, uh, the thing that's taking
0: up the time in the afternoons most of the time. Well, awesome, man. Well, I'm glad to hear everything's going well. Good to have you back here on the show. Really excited about this week. Charlie and Austin there from the great state of Alabama. Charlie, how's it going, man?
3: Uh, it's going all right. Just, you know, another week getting ready for, I guess, our Richmond race tomorrow night. As far as that goes, trying to take care of a, a seven-year-old at the same time. So just day by day with her. And that's what my world revolves around is, is that blonde haired seven-year-old. So, you know, r- race season in real life is, is over for me. So it's just dealing with all these wannabes online now.
0: Yeah, one of these is an understatement, to say the least. We'll get more into last week's VRL race from Texas, I dare say, before we get into our review of Las Vegas there for the Cup Series and Xfinity. And last but not least, Austin, how's it going over there with the twins? How's the wife doing? How's everything going?
4: Everything's going good down here. The twins, they should be coming home sooner or later, probably two or three weeks they'll be home, so that's good. Baby mama, she's doing good too, so just ready for them to come home.
0: I don't blame you, man. Hopefully they get home, like you said, sooner rather than later. And that that would be great. Then that's when the fun starts, when you have no help but just you and your wife and with twins. Yeah, Yeah,
4: that's when the no sleep comes
0: in. Right. And that was an understatement before we brought... Maury home and Maury was born. They say get all the sleep you can. It doesn't matter how much sleep you get, you're going to be sleep deprived. It's going to happen, but it's fun. Like I said, here everything's going well here in the, uh, South Carolina for myself and the family. Maury's now eight months old. She's now starting to stand up and cruise a little on the couches and stuff. It's really cool to see the evolution of that and in the Her just learning everything, and then she's starting to eat solid foods a little bit more. It's a lot of fun watching that. Now we're just worried about her choking, but I don't think we feed her big enough portions for that. But all is well here. Hope everything's going well out there for everybody, whether you're watching us on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter live, or catching up to us after the live broadcast. Or if you're listening to us on your regular podcast platform or Burns Radio, really do appreciate it. We're just going to go ahead and get into our brand new opening segment hey man hey man hey man and for those of you who don't know what hey man is Preston and I came up with this when we were in the Marvels weekly racing podcast to talk about stuff that we found online funny comments that people made usually it had to deal with and Preston correct me if I'm wrong here NASCAR died when Dale Earnhardt died. This is why I don't watch NASCAR anymore. Yet people still took the time to comment on NASCAR and NBC, NASCAR and Fox, NASCAR's main Facebook page, all these other platforms. Kind of funny stuff that we figured out here. But now what we're going to do is use this as our opening segment to talk about what we observed throughout the weekend. A few of us might come up with different things, but I think we're going to start off with this, the elephant in the room, the Bubba Wallace-Kyle Larson incident. From Las Vegas, during stage two, it was right after Charlie said, nobody talk about anything on the group chat because I'm unable to watch the race right now. And I think maybe within five minutes of him saying that, that incident happened with Bubba Wallace and Kyle Larson. I'm just going to get everybody's first initial impressions on that. And by all means, if you're watching us on live right now or later on in the broadcast, just make sure to drop a comment and tell us what you think. But... We're going to start off with Preston here.
2: Boy, boy, first impressions. When it happened, I was speechless as to what I was really because I knew immediately when I uh, when it when it happened down like that. I knew immediately that it was retaliation
0: without question. Had to have been retaliation. Yeah, it was one hundred percent. I saw it happen as well. and I know when somebody gets right hooked in the right rear, and Charlie and Austin, I feel like you could speak more into this about anything. You know when it's delivered, but man, it looked like Bubba Wallace just kamikaze right into Kyle Larson's right rear, sent him into the wall, and unfortunately, collateral damage was Christopher Bell during that whole thing, which took him out of the race due to the DVP, and now he's in a must-win situation going into Homestead and maybe possibly going into Martinsville here in the next couple weeks. Charlie, I'm going to get your initial thoughts on this. Incident.
3: Catching up after all that happened, uh, going back watching the race. Definitely hard racing, but you can clearly tell Larson, you know, doing everything he can to keep off of Wallace. Uh, it's clear as day there. In the end, no need for what went down after Wallace made contact with the wall. Part that I don't get is you. You can race people hard, but you can't take it. Like you can dish it out, but you can't take it. And the first time somebody runs him pretty hard, he goes off and does something like that. You you can say the steering hung or whatever, but the telemetry that these cars have says the exact opposite. Plus, you know, Austin sent out TikTok earlier or whatever about Parker Clearman. Point Blake showed that he throttled up. Like, I tell you, you don't throttle up during a wreck, (laughs) especially after you're already spinning. Especially if you're going to turn left, you don't throttle up. So he he did it on purpose. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I'll go a little bit further into it in a little while because there's going to be a lot of well, why didn't so and so get a penalty? But Wallace got a suspension. We'll we'll talk about that in a little while. But he had it coming. And the big thing here is somebody could have been bad hurt. I mean, these cars have already shown that they lead to some injuries and eighteen. But if it wasn't for him catching Christopher Bell. It had been rear end of the car into the wall first, which would probably have led to, not I will not say probably, but there's a good chance it could have led into a, some type of injury and then Larson possibly out for the rest of the year. That, that's my take on it.
0: All right, Austin, what about you?
3: Uh, kind of the same thing Charlie said. He definitely right-hooked him. When you get caught up in a
4: wreck and you think something's broke, you don't just follow up. You're doing everything but throttling up. You know, like Charlie said, if it wasn't Chris Rebell, Kyle Larson could have got really hurt. You've had two races Talladega and at the Roval, a safety meeting with all the drivers and everybody in NASCAR preaching on safety, safety, safety. And then the first chance you get, you throttle up and hook a guy in the right rear and send him to the fence at 180 miles an hour. And not only that, you you cause one of your you know, manufacturer teammates to get knocked out of the race in stage two, and he's trying to win a championship. And the only thing you have to say is that's racing or that's sports. So that's True colors coming from the number 45 driver, or 23, whichever one you
0: want to call it. I, I think you hit the nail on the head there when you said his true colors came out. Not only did he wreck Kyle Larson, after the accident, he got out of his car, approached Kyle Larson on the front stretch, in, in front of everybody there at the stadium or at the racetrack, everybody on national TV, everybody saw this. Even people that aren't race fans going into work the next day and Preston can attu- attest to this ask what the heck happened. And he showed his true colors there. Bubba Wallace did. It's one thing to get race hard and be put into the wall and be frustrated, but he didn't hit right side or rear into the wall where he could have broken a toe link, those notorious toe links that could take you out of contention. Bubba Wallace had a fast car at Las Vegas. And with the new composite bodies, I feel like he still had a car to win the race.
3: Yeah, I mean, we saw we saw Kyle Larson at what Charlotte, bounce that thing off the wall multiple times, still finish a race. Like he had a crap first half of I think it was Coke Six Hundred, yeah, and still wound up finishing top five, top ten, whatever. No, he, um, he got ready. Oh, okay, to uh, the end of it. but he was got, running up front. Yeah, well, he was running up front. Thing is, Wallace didn't hit the wall hard enough to and he hit flush enough to where he'd have probably been fine the rest of the race until he decided to kamikaze kyle
0: larson well and and i'm going to take it a step further there the previous day during the xfinity series race similar bodies to the cup cars with the composite bodies the fiberglass bodies we saw josh barry get raced hard run into the wall kept going, kept his cool, and win the race. Yep. So we saw the same thing in the Xfinity Series race. The fact that Bubba Wallace did that changed. I, I know you're, a lot of opinions out there have already been made about Bubba Wallace, but that showed me his true colors. His colors came to the surface. His personality came to the surface. His true oh, being came to the surface. All this poor, pitiful me last year or the year before is out the window. One hundred percent out the window. You can't use that as an excuse anymore. No. Then even Caroline said Kyle Larson's my new favorite driver. Because I have to give it to Kyle Larson. He didn't fight back, although I wish he would have. He just kept his cool, kept his distance. Kyle Larson is no longer is not gonna be in trouble with this. It's one hundred percent on Bubba Wallace. I can't wait to hear the justification from Bubba Wallace and from twenty three eleven if if I was twenty three eleven or a Bubba Wallace fan, twenty three eleven fan, anything like that, I would be totally embarrassed about wearing any type of Bubba Wallace stuff and trying to defend them. I have yet to find one defense yeah, online. They're, they're going to yeah, the well, learn from it. They're going to learn from
2: it. Actually, I've seen it on a race twenty three eleven fan page. Somebody did post something that said, "I stand behind Bubba," and there was actually quite a bit of well, comments see, that were
3: fully totally behind it. And that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> The fan base that follows Bubba Wallace are exactly like him, most likely, and will be the exact same way and stand by, behind him 100% of what he did. Whereas, I tell you, Chase Elliott did something like that? Mm-mm. Nope. There's no way
0: I, I could stand for that. Now, I will ask you guys this, since we're on the topic here, making sure we don't have any comments here of anybody wanting to comment in here. Back in, what was it, 2015? Joey Logano, Matt Kenseth at Martinsville. Matt Kenseth got a lot of praise, I think, because Joey Logano is a not so much liked driver in the garage area or in in the world of NASCAR. I wouldn't say garage area, but in the fandom of NASCAR, Joey Logano is probably one of the most hated drivers for one reason or another, and we could, we could get into that later. But when he took him out at Martinsville, a lot of people cheered. Yes, Kenseth got the race suspension as well, just like. Bubba wallace did following las vegas but what is the difference here between that incident where we just talked about Bubba wallace's true colors coming out i believe they did but matt kinseth straight up did oh just about the same thing is it the different type it was it the fact that it was at a short track and not at a mile and a half speeds was the build, the
2: build, the build up, up behind the entire story there was actually a story to it between okay. those two for weeks before. This is a, right. a one-off incident where Bubba loses his cool right away. And you're not going 180 miles an hour okay. at Martinville.
0: Because the same punishments were handed down. I think NASCAR is doesn't want their... Kansas got a three-race suspension. No, he got a one-race suspension. I thought it was three. Yeah, he was just out for one week. I mean, So, so it was the same type of thing, except I think, to your guys' point... It, should, it doesn't matter if a storyline is behind it or not. If you retaliate like that, and Preston, I'm sure you've seen it in hockey. I'm sure everybody's seen it in football. And I'm a big proponent of not retaliating. Once a retaliation happens, that's when people get hurt. I think of the, uh, the Brodure incident there, Preston. That wasn't much of a retaliation as it was yeah, just trying to try start a fight. But somebody got hurt. And careers are ended on retaliations.
3: Yeah, you do it under caution at slow speeds or after the race on the cool down. Level. Yeah, like like William. And you take your two-race suspension, and
0: you go on about life. Like William Byron did to Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin got dumped under caution at Texas. NASCAR didn't see it for some reason or another. But, hey, no suspension for William Byron. Points and fine. And that was it. I think actually just a fine instead of points, actually, since they appealed it.
4: Yeah, they appealed it and only got fined. But my my thing is is Bubba's statement was I don't lift. It's stage two. You still have a lot of racing left. Yeah, Bubba Wallace like is like I can understand. Like if it was white flag, come off of forward to take the checkered, I can understand not lifted. But you're stage two. There's a lot of racing left. They're not gonna pay. You're not gonna win the race in stage two. You're gonna win it on the last lap.
3: Here's 2311's statement. If y'all hadn't read or seen it. 2311 is aligned with nascar on the one race suspension issued to bubba and we understand the need for the series to take a clear stand on the incidents that took place at las vegas motor speedway bubba's actions are not in keeping with the values of our team and partners we have spoken to bubba and expressed our disapproval of how he handled the situation bubba has made impressive strides this season and this experience is an opportunity for him to further learn and grow as a competitor in NASCAR. As a result of the penalty, John Hummer Niemicek will drive to number 45 Toyota this weekend at Homestead Miami Speedway. It's another blanket statement. All Toyota ever does is come out with these piss poor Apologies, and they're just a blanket statement. They all are worded the exact same way. The one Gibbs says all the time, whether it be from the Xfinity series or the Cup series, or his little pit road incident, they all sound the exact same.
0: They do, and I can understand. Standing it's like Toyota the has one PR person that writes all the excuses. Right. I don't know if you guys saw Bubble Wallace's apology here as well. Oh, yeah, I saw that. All right, but I'm going to go ahead and read Bubble Wallace's apology here. I want to this is from Bubba Wallace. I want to apologize for my actions on sun, on Sunday following the on-track incident with Kyle Larson in the 5 car. My behavior does not align with the core values that are shared by 2311 Racing and our partners who have pay, played a critical role in my incredible journey to the top of this great sport. I want to apologize to NASCAR and the fans along with Christopher Bell, Joe Gibbs Racing and Toyota for putting them in a situation in the playoffs that they don't deserve to be in. Kind of your boss is right there if you ask me. I compete with immense passion. And with passion at times comes frustration. Upon reflecting, I should have represented our partners and the core team values better than I did by letting my frustrations follow me outside of the car. You live and learn and I intend to learn from this. Bubba Wallace. Before we continue on with today's episode, I wanted to tell everyone out there about our brand new partnership with Extreme Sim Racing, where you can find the latest and greatest of sim racing gear for iRacing, Formula One 2022, or whatever sim platform you race on. Charlie, you can find just about anything from there.
3: Yeah, you can find steering wheels, pedals, shifters, even the platforms that you need to set all this up on, whether it's a basic platform or a more professional style platform.
0: Yeah, you can. In Austin, you don't have to buy the whole platform as one piece. You could build it from scratch or build your own platform as well, can't you?
4: Yeah, you can build your own. Or if you don't feel like building your own and you want to buy something that's ready to plug in and go, uh, they already have uh, kits available.
0: They have everything there. All purchases help us out here at Rambling About Racing, bring you better iRacing content, Twitch content. It doesn't matter. Content from the tracks, it doesn't matter. Go check them out. Links can be found at RamblingAboutRacing.com or under the podcast description or YouTube description of the show. Go check them out. All proceeds will help out Rambling About Racing in the future. Again, that's Extreme Sim Racing now on board here. Look for us in the VRL League. We'll have the paint schemes updated for you. Go check us out. Go check them out.
4: There's, I mean, he might learn from it, but the next time he gets doored or ran into the fence and he gets angry, same thing. Same thing's gonna happen to your. What, point. What, whether he hooks the guy or not, he's gonna get out and meet him on pit road.
0: No, and and I, we we've seen pit road scuffles before. That's yeah, not I mean, a problem. I'm, I'm
4: not saying that's a bad thing, no. but you're saying you're learned from it. You're never gonna do it again. Bull no. crap. The next time the same thing happens, you're gonna do the
0: same thing. Right, and and this person named Al speaking that we're on Heyman here said this. This is straight from the PR department and Bubba doesn't mean a word of it to Charlie's Point. The PR department figured out figured they better try to get out in front of it before the meeting because everyone is in siding with Larson on this one. NASCAR better park him for at least one race if not the rest of the season. I'm against parking him for the rest of the season. I don't think Kansas, he deserves that. And Kansas was suspended two races. Kansas was suspended two races. So I think it really depends on the implications. Now, had Kyle Larson been in the playoffs, I think that maybe the suspension would have been another couple races. But I think one race suspension, let him sit home and watch his car drive around on the track under John Hunter Nemechek. Might give him a wake-up call. This might be a good humbling experience for Bubba Wallace. Will he learn from it? I don't know. No, I doubt it. it. Might be a wake-up call when John Hunter Nemechek starts driving better than he does. Right. 100%. Because Bubba Wallace, as we all know, he's he's there. He's doing better this year. But he's definitely lost a lot of respect that he earned this year in that one action.
3: I bet he said that'll shut Kyle Larson the hell up. I,
0: I bet he did. I don't know why. What what? I don't know what... He thought that would happen. That's
3: what he thought. Everybody in that interview when he won the race.
0: Yeah, well, the interview between him and him and was it Marty Smith there afterwards, and him saying, "Don't fish." He, yeah, course course he fishing. Fishing. He stop fishing. Stop fishing. Okay, he's well, not fishing. He's just asking he's, you a question. Asking yeah, he's question. asking you what happened. Everybody knows what happened. And I get, and I can only imagine being in a situation like that. After you get done with the infield care center, you have to do it. We've seen Kyle. We've seen Kyle Bush frustrated after a race say, do I really have to be here? I'm here because I won't get fined. I could only imagine being in a high pressure position or a sport like NASCAR and, yeah the difference and right after difference
3: the, between yeah. Kyle Busch and sorry the difference between Kyle Bush and Bubba Wallace is Bubba wants the spotlight yeah, right. he, he wants that mic in front of his face he wants the camera yeah. in front of his face
0: unfortunately that's true and, and I, I wish could say something better about Bubba Wallace, but I do have to play you guys this real quick. And this is why I like podcasting. This is why I like especially listening to the Dale Jr. download, even though they're our top competitor and we're maybe a C organization compared to them. From October 19th, 2019, Bubba Wallace is on the Dale Jr. download. And I don't know if you guys listened to that episode, but I got a clip here that was from Stock Car Talk here on TikTok. I want you guys to listen to it. And just tell me what you think because I think it's interesting what he says here. And I didn't really think about the right rear technique until after the race, but right rearing somebody on an oval track, that's grounds for taking gloves off and in the middle of a fight and getting your ass whooped, right? Am I wrong?
4: No. Anytime I think he might dump show on purpose intentionally, on purpose, it's yeah. time for
0: Exactly if he was- All right, then it loops around again. But pretty much Bubba Wallace, I dare say if Kyle Larson would have whooped him, would have literally ate his own words there right there. Kudos to Kyle Larson. He kept the cooler. I'm surprised,
3: surprised that had made it back to the media somehow.
0: Well, it's out there. Go listen to the full episode of the Dale Jr. download if you want from Bubba Wallace on in October 2019, and you'll hear it. But that one clip says it all right there. It, it shows Bubba Wallace, if he was the one getting right reared, everybody would be up in arms. But now I think the true colors, and that's such a good way of saying his true colors came out, his true character came out, and now... People are starting to see him for who he really is. And that's crazy because Preston, correct me if I'm wrong. I've tried, I've tried to defend him every which way on this show.
2: Yeah, you, you, you have, it's just, it, I mean, you're right. The true, the true colors have come out, but you know, one of the other things that really, really bugs me about this entire situation is the people that come out and back him are the ones that are screaming, saying that everybody's being a racist toward him because everybody's reacting in such a, an awful way towards him. But I, like to think of of it like okay so then what about the other times we've seen this happen before like you know other than the Kansas situation when Kyle Busch wrecked Ron Hornaday in the trucks absolutely demolished him and everybody was up in arms about that so why is it all of a sudden because we're up in arms about another situation like this going down all of a sudden because it involves Bubba Wallace you're automatically racist that's the one thing I can't stand about this race right right now is that entire situation that's all I've seen online as well is people are just completely saying that and it's just well, it's ridiculous. I think it's upright ridiculous.
3: Bubba also brought that part on himself as well with all this crap last year, year before or whenever it was. He played that card and, and now it's stuck with him. I hate to say that, but...
0: I remember people in Uproar when Jeff Gordon took out Clint Boyer in Phoenix in 2012. And people were in Uproar about that. And Jeff Gordon is a way better driver than that. But when he did that to Clint Boyer, I I lost a lot of respect for him during that race, during that whole thing, and it took a while for me to get back on Jeff Gordon's side. It took a thousand out of boys to fix that one mistake, and I feel like Bubba Wallace is going to have to take a thousand out of boys to fix that one mistake. People are going to be talking about this ten years from now. Oh, remember when Bubba Wallace took out Kyle Larson?
3: Guess a lot of people look at it. Well, Kyle Larson was just racing him hard because he's black. No. Kyle Larson was racing him hard because they were racing.
0: No, Kyle Larson got the run. I mean. Because prior to that, they <laughs> Kyle Larson did take it three wide. He went shallow into the corner and washed up the track. Could he have lifted more? I'm sure he could have. But just like Bubba Wallace, Kyle Larson didn't have to lift. And I don't even think they touched. I think Bubba Wallace just ran out of track. No,
3: I don't think they ever oh, touched they out to out it.
4: Bubba, yeah. Bubba Wallace ran out of talent because there's – Good gap between him and Larson when he hit the wall. He'll eat his own words again as soon as he said, I don't lift. He I mean, thought that this I mean, sport and Kyle Larson owes him everything and that Kyle Larson should have
0: lifted. And, and I will say one more thing about this as well. The the folks from that yeah, you listen to, the, like the Dale Jr. download, they put out a little clip it before their main show here about this incident. And they weren't addressing it. They didn't just come out and say Bubba was wrong. I feel I felt like they tiptoed around it, and people in the like Dell Junior's position, the guys from MRN, I, I didn't hear the morning drive regarding this incident. I wish I would have, because I guarantee you, Dave Moody, Pete Pastrone, all those guys didn't say one thing because I'm. Fortunately, they're tied up, and they just seeing their social media was oh, it's don't, more political at that level. Don't you know? Don't come in here saying anything <laughs> bad about Bubba Wallace. You know,
2: actually, on a show uh, during the um, the middle of the day, I can't remember what the uh, show was called. It's got Chocolate Myers on uh, on Sirius XM Radio, and Chocolate Myers pretty much put it out there that it was he pretty much blamed it on Bubba. The few people actually heard this. Day. You know, he was like, you know, I was I wasn't born last night. You can see the writing on the wall and he pretty much just said that it was all Bubba's fault and everything. And if you can't tell it wasn't retaliation, then I don't know what you're looking at.
0: Yeah, just don't censor people because of their opinion. You could come on if anybody wants to come on the show right now, all two people listening to us or watching us right now, if you if you think we're totally wrong, let us know in the comments. If you're watching this after we're done live or you're listening to it, on your way to work or whatever, and you think we're 100% wrong about this, let us know. I'm not going to say, sit here because your opinion differs from mine. I'm going to censor you, kind of like Dave, uh, Dave Moody does. Dave Moody is notorious about that. I'm going to block you if you're going to bring in all that negative attitude here. Come to Rambling About Racing and talk racing with us. That's all right. That's what I'm going to say. about that. Anything else? We're going to beat a dead horse here. Bubba Wallace suspended for one race here in Homestead. John Hunter Nemechek taking his spot. Anything else about Bubba Wallace before we move on here to another topic that I want to bring up here? I'm surprised, I'm surprised he didn't now. get a fine as well, with it? Well, it's going to hit him. Well, you can't do
4: too much. You don't want to piss off
0: everybody. Yeah, you don't. yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get a fine either. But one race suspension, I think, is a good precedence for NASCAR, good on them for doing that and not just fining they'll him give, with points. They'll give so. the
3: fine to Hendricks. Why? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> How dare you, <laughs> race him? They're
3: so. actually going to find
2: Kevin Harvick. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, How
0: dare you put him in a position to put him three wide? How dare you, Kevin Harvick? They're going to take completely. away uh, Dana Suarez's only win this year, too. Yeah, true. Anyway. <laughs> okay, here. Next topic here on the docket, folks going to take a quick break from this week's episode to tell you about our newest lineup at bonfire which can be found at rambling racing.com under the stores tab there you will find our latest lineup which is the anyone but lineup yes the anyone but lineup everyone has that one driver whether it's formula one indy or nascar that you just want to root against my personal favorite is the anyone but chase elliott shirt but you also have Anyone but Austin Dillon, anyone but Kozlowski, anyone but Lewis Hamilton, anyone but lineup, only exclusively at the Bonfire Store at RamblinAboutRacing.com under the Stores tab. There you will find all the products you're looking for to choose that you want to pull for the driver that you don't want to see win. So head over to RamblinAboutRacing.com under the Stores tab. There you will find our link to the Bonfire Store where you will find our exclusive lineup of Anyone But Shirts And if you can't find your driver on there, go ahead and reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or at in the marbles at hotmail.com and we will make you up the shirt that you driver of the driver that you don't want to see win. So it's a new lineup. Go check them out at ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab. Again, I keep saying that, but it's very important that you know where to find it. Or anyone but line up a new line launching from here at ramblingaboutracing.com. Go check it out. You look good to it. All proceeds go to help out Rambling About Racing, bring you more content in the future. Head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under the stores tab again. Go find it. Anyone but line up. And if you don't see your driver there, go ahead and reach out to us and we'll make sure to add them. Kurt Busch announcing that he will not come back full-time in 2023. A lot of people saying this is in the Venera. I'm sure that's not the way Kurt Busch wanted to go out. I'm sure he had two or three good more years in the car. And a qualifying accident backed into the wall at Pocono, took him out. Unfortunate. I I wish him the best of luck. I, I loved watching him race. I was fortunate enough to see him ironically win at Pocono in 2016. Thoughts on that, gentlemen? I, I think that's not the way he wanted to go out, but that's the way he's going out.
4: Yeah, I, 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 like you said, I think he had two to three more years left in him. I think him going to 23-11 with Toyota, he was really going to turn that team around, and he has. They're running a lot better than what they did last year. Um, I hate to see him have to retire because of a crash at Pocono. It is what it is. I wish him the best. It's sports.
0: Yeah. It's- yeah, it's sports. Like, it's – I think I'm just kidding. No, well, no, it's it's true though. I think that's just part know, of it. I know,
3: I know, but
0: I see where you're de- going. It was
3: definitely out of his control. I, you know, I hate to say that, but concussions are just some of those things. You know, and it's not something to take lightly. By no means, and Dell Junior is a big advocate on that. Like, hey, do don't rush to get back in in the car. So you know, if you are having symptoms. Get them taken care of before you get back in that car.
0: I totally agree, Preston. You, your thoughts on that after the nice post there from James?
3: I
2: say Preston got some haters. Yeah, it's fun. I do. I it's have plenty
0: wa- of haters. It's fun watching those guys <laughs> talk about talk crap about Preston.
2: Yeah, yeah, they love to. Um, it, the whole CarBush thing is—it's it, definitely an unfortunate situation. Like we. Like everybody says, we, you hate to see people's careers cut short with certain things like this. And Pocono was attracted as very dangerous, especially with uh, the 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 cars we have right now and the um you know the history of the uh, uh, people getting injured. I mean, that you're running well, damn near two hundred miles an hour if not oh higher than to turn one, right? If correct me if I'm wrong, at Pocono It
0: used to be over two hundred. Yeah, but I don't you're, know. I don't know about still, now.
2: It's still pretty fast. Oh, yeah, you're
0: booking I mean, We've you seen turn one. One. Over, You're over 180.
2: Yeah, we we've seen dangerous accidents before. Oh yeah. Example when Jeff Gordon when his brakes mm-hmm. failed in the turn one and he absolutely demolished the wall.
0: Yeah, Ken Schrader in 2004 he when he backed into the wall and flipped. Hmm. It's unfortunate. Hope to see him back soon. A few races here and there, but. Hopefully NASCAR fixes this safety issue this rear end. I think they have something ready. They're just not going to implement it until 2023, which I can understand, but at the same time, why not fix it now? If you got to fix, fix it now, especially when yeah, it comes to safety. Especially
3: when these cars are literally clipped like they're not from the looks of it, they they literally the, the rear ends bolt on and I, at least the design looked like that on on the illustration they were showing uh, of the corrections they were going to do. So it, it didn't look like it would be that hard to go ahead and implement all that. So no, I don't know doesn't. why they why they would wait. That's so, okay though.
0: Hopefully they this does fix the issue. Hopefully we could get, get past this and I do think there should be
3: some changes in the seating as well. Uh, somebody else brought that up, like. You know, there's there's plenty of... Uh, it may have been Preston. There's plenty of padding in the in the sides, but there's not a lot in the back. So, uh, you know, that's easy to change. Like, the head and neck restraints are, are made to keep you from going forward uh, to a certain degree. Um, there's plenty of side padding, but there's just not a lot whenever you go back other than the padding really in your helmet. So... Uh, you know there there could be some there could be some changes there as well. So
0: yeah, and the last one I have to say uh, that I've noticed about this weekend, I think Kyle Bush, Kurt Busch's brother, obviously is about done with Joe Gibbs racing. I think he's at the point now. He had a good comeback here. He he finished well. I think what he finished third this yeah, past he weekend, finished third. considering that he spun.
3: Yep, then, then had a got, loose tire, or had a tire come then off. Then had a tire
0: come off, so his crew chief's done until Daytona, or maybe I think after Daytona, what is three, four races, so.
4: Yeah, they'll, they'll miss the rest of this year and then the Coliseum race, and then come back after the Coliseum race.
1: So Which
3: won't affect him either, because I don't think he's, he's not
0: leaving with him going to Richard Childress, is I don't, I don't know, I haven't heard, saw anything about that, but you guys think Kyle Busch is done, he's just ready to move on? I think a lot I, of, I think a lot of drivers are including Tyler Reddick. He's ready to start anew after getting screwed over by Richard Childress. I feel like he got screwed over. Yeah, I, I think like... they should just
3: let Austin Dillon go to twenty three eleven. That would make sense. So speaking of Dillon, I know we're talking about that, but you know, Ty Dillon's going to spire with yep. Corey Lajore. That's gonna be
0: a so, good combination. I think that team's gonna be right up there with the track house race in the twenty three eleven race in here towards I think mid next season, we're going to start seeing those guys' names being a factor here. And of course, Front Row Motorsports Preston's team in NASCAR is putting on quite an impressive run with Michael McDowell here. So I think we're going to see a lot of changes in 2023. Should be a lot of fun. And that was it. That was Hey Man. That was our opening segment. <laughs> Long opening segment, but a good one. Let us know if, what your guys' opinions are. Oh, we got some opinions here. Oh, this is from Amanda. I don't know. She's okay. She's one of my ex-lovers. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh man! I tell you what, I, I'm not looking at these comments as they come up here, and and now I'm now I'm seeing them. And the last one here, we can only hope Kyle is going. Oh, oh, there you go, there, Charlie. <laughs> oh, <golly. laughs> I've never. Have I, have I met Amanda? I don't think I've met Amanda. Yeah, she was. She, she's the one right? who
4: drove uh, Jason out after uh, Saturday night. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, after five. the
0: Saturday night fight night, they that's live. Uh,
3: they live. Yeah, uh, they they do. in Colombia yeah,
0: well, now. That's what Jason texted me on Messenger and said, "Hey, we're in Columbia now." I was, I was like, have, a, have a good day,
4: Matt.
0: Uh, okay, one sec here. James Mayfield said rear clips can't be implemented immediately because the chassis manufacturers can't build 36 rear rear clips in a week. That makes a good point. That's unfortunately the single source of failure when you have the teams not being able to build them, and I think that's why Rodney Childress and Kevin Harvick have been up in arms here as of late. If you can't have the teams build them, one last thing here. I know, Amanda, you are not white trash. I met you. You're a lovely person. I know that was that was funny. Breaking up. Okay. Go, go back Jeez, and Steve listen man. to go back and
4: listen to. I yep. out from
0: it. Go back and listen to Saturday Night Fight Night if you missed that episode. Matt probably got a flip flops on everything. I got shoes on. It's cold here in South Carolina tonight. But that was it. Anything else before we move on to our race reviews and race previews? Here, race previews shouldn't be that long here. Anything else though? We're gonna talk about uh, our Texas race with VRL. We will talk about our Texas race for VRL, okay? We'll go ahead and do that right now. VRL Texas race, an utter disaster, at least for me. And again, I have to apologize to right now to Charlie and Austin, and I think Preston as well. He was in the chat and watching it. I, was, I made a complete jerk of myself that, that whole race.
2: Matt, Matt lost his cool very quick. He, he
0: pulled a bubble Wallace. No, I didn't wreck anybody. But you—you you you said
4: table. you were. You said I, I written that guy. You said that part four or five times. You, you, you were you, asking you who it was. You ain't
0: kissed a bumper yet? <laughs> I, I was.
2: Oh.
0: <laughs> you did kiss a bumper once. Uh, I drove through the guy, so <laughs> I, I was pretty upset with that whole thing. Now here's here's what made me more upset about anything with that VRL race of Texas. Thirty minutes, like maybe what ten minutes before the race, we sat we sat and listened to the drivers meeting for thirty minutes. This was Las Vegas, like 30 in minutes virtual at Texas. We, we sat there and listened to these guys. We can't drive aggressively. We can't do this. We can't do that. And they came, and, and the VRL organizers came out with this whole list saying, if you cause an accident, you're going to lose points and you're going to be suspended. And all these things, just a cumulative thing, came up here. And for 30 minutes, we listened to everybody talk. We got to be. A better, better drivers, better series. We gotta give,
4: we gotta take.
0: We gotta do this, gotta do that. Like don't do to. this, don't do that. Yeah. We start the race, and Charlie and Austin, and I start in the back, and we weren't even caught up to the field. They needed to delay the start by one more lap to bunch everybody up. We were. I was running full throttle when they ran green flag. So, I slowed down, and everybody, and these couple guys passed us, and in turn two, lap one, chaos ensued, and I was caught up in it. And I, and I had to use a fast repair, and I was just lapsed down after that, and I was just so mad. Now, unfortunately, because I was upset, I started running my mouth. Charlie and Austin are just doing their thing on our communication channel, just talking about the race. Man. And man, was I mad. that feeling? I <laughs> was I mad at oh. the
4: world. What What's funny is I didn't hear nothing that Matt said during the race because he didn't say anything. And we were clicking off laps, had a caution. And I, Matt, you still with us? Leave me alone. I'm like, I right, I won't talk to you then. I go back and watch the stream. Oh man! Every Every time that I said something, Charlie said something. I, I need to beat these guys. I hate these guys. I should said, shut up. I'm like, Matt, we're we're communicating. We're I know, like, I know.
0: I felt so was, bad. I, was, I, was, I was actually texting, I was Wait, texting
3: Matt that entire time. So he felt like he got ignored? Like nobody was... Commu-
0: no, that's not what I felt all, like. That's not what I man, felt it's like. A,
3: it's
0: a weird feeling I, when yeah, your team's yeah, not... Yeah, a, talk about, uh, but Wallace can
4: give it, but he can't take it. Huh.
0: Shit, the, the lap, boy. Lap one. Lap <laughs> one. Lap one after 30 I mean, I minutes. I was mad, too. I was mad, too. You were at least in contention. I, I was I'm still mad, though. I was done. And, thank, right. and thanks to our, hey, let's all race. Let's all give each other more space, and let's all not race each other. There were three cautions, one stage break, and two, and two other cautions, not including the one I think that we were involved in on lap one. I couldn't get my laughs back. Done the whole time. I went a lap down don't even know how. I don't even know how that happened either, buddy. I
4: don't I don't either. But it's just it's just it was just one guy. One a- guy. I told y'all for the race, don't sell it off into one and two, you will spin out. And mm-hmm. the old dude split me and Matt and I said, Watch out, this don't get caught in the wreck and I'll be dang. He spins out, collects another truck. I drive through him and then Matt... His well, about, I, I was pity party? Well, about
3: about three days later, Matt. i say a day later. A Toyota apology. <laughs> um, and, i in a, a-, a text message, and I was like, "Look, buddy, it, it's okay, but I just want to say one thing." And he's <laughs> True, like, "What's Brian. that?" And I was like, "It's just a game, buddy." Because our first race in so, Michigan, so, so. Charlie was down, out, pissed. Just got another Matt was livid son, don't,
4: absolutely don't, livid.
3: Charlie, it's just a race. Charlie, it's just a race. Calm down, guys. that's all I heard. It's just a race, and I'm like, they didn't, they didn't listen to me. the whole race. Try to talk to him. Well, nobody, and, nobody. Listened. And at Texas, I'm like, well, you know, Matt, you know, it's it's just a race. So it's
1: there's just no, a video good, game. no
4: reason they get a video yeah, game. You know, yeah. And what got what, what really got me was I don't see how these guys do it in real life, hot and sweaty. I'm like. Yeah, Matt, I don't think you could survive running 500 miles in a row race car. You, I think I could. You'd you Chastain somebody. You'd Matt Kinza somebody. You'd you Bubba Wallace somebody. You'd Tony Stewart throw your helmet at somebody. you you do all these things. But you would know
0: my name. You would. We would know him. Again, there I apologize for that, guys. That was totally out of character. out of character for me. My PR guy will write a statement, and I will sign it.
4: I mean, I called a caution out and I said, hey, the wreck and check up. Caution's out.
0: Matt, I can see. I don't need. I, I, can I never see said like, oh. that. I never uh, said that.
3: Oh. Whoa. You whoa, better go back and listen. Whoa. You <laughs> better go watch your Twitch, sir. <laughs> yep. Uh, I, said, I can see the caution. Said, I know. I can see. You. I can
4: see. Yeah. yeah I, okay. I, I, can, I, can, been, I can
2: vouch for them. I was watching the Twitch stream, and that is pretty much spot on. Press and Sorry, go Press and go away.
3: <laughs> so,
4: I got a song. I have a well, push and talk button. I
2: have a meet
0: button. Okay. I'm going meet. The needless to say, I think I do remember that. Okay, you know what? That was a bad race yep, for me. Man. You know yep. I, I don't uh-huh. want to. Anyway, that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how many laps are running, but it's Richmond this week. I don't know how I'm going to survive that. I, I, I'm probably. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I did good. I started and finished 13th. So. Hey, good job, buddy. I mean, you did great. I mean, I think I saw. I, Max kind of hurt today, though. I just quit after that. I just quit Discord. I just left the stream. I left everything. I think I said, goodbye, thanks, see you later. And we made it. That a, was very quick to sign off the Twitch stream. I made a I made a, 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 r- a r- rambling about racing Motorsports Twitter account. And, Within that day, it got suspended. I think I said a few things on there or something. I I think I posted a picture of the truck crossing the finish line saying, hey, come watch the race, and they suspended us for copyright violations. I don't know what that's about. So needless to say, Ramblin' About racing Motorsports Twitter account is suspended, but still follow us. Y'all may
3: have more points than me, but I've won more money.
0: Shut up, Charlie! Lucky You're draw. You got lucky. Lucky draw. <laughs> hey, you won. You
3: won
0: five I'm
4: dollars. Oh, uh, no,
0: it was horrible. Anyway, needless to say, you've won virtual points. I've won real money. It's true. It's true. It, you know, needless to say, it was a horrible <laughs> race. Again, I apologize to you guys and everybody else watching. It was lost you me. Don't learn from it. I've already learned from it. I'm probably. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I'll. His actions does not fit the. Uh,
3: the core values, values of rambling of about
0: racing motor wow. motorsports.
3: Motorsports.
0: <laughs> there it is. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the VRL league. It was horrible. Go watch it on U- YouTube at Triple A Broadcasting. Lap one, turn two, Map aimer into the wall.
4: Yeah. Hey, they, the the broadcasters did shout us out. So. That's, it
0: goes to them. Yeah. I mean, hey, we're getting our name out there. That's all that matters. When I mean, they saw that green six trucks, they shout us
4: out? So, you
0: know, no, they probably they probably ooh, had ooh. it going out too. Oh, and by the way, I was running the Santo Strong paint scheme there, and I was hoping to do well to promote the t shirts for our friend of the show who's going through battling stage four cancer. And if you want to support that, uh, go to com under the stores tab and buy a Santo Strong shirt. All proceeds will go help her and Catherine and her family out. Well, if you want to change the paint
3: time. schemes yeah, for this right. week and do something, me and Austin was thinking about that because we ran paint schemes for a race the other night, and we're thinking paint schemes has a little bit of bad luck. I'm and, thinking and not, not talking to like, – we're not super spit, superstitious, but we are superstitious. Okay. Very so, uh, yeah. so if you definitely want to do something there
0: and, like, throw in a little bit of that kind of stuff, I'll All for it. Okay, well, and now Las Vegas here. That was VRL. Anything else again? Richmond tomorrow night at 8, 8.30 p.m., I believe it is, 8, 8.30. Mm-hmm. Eight. Well, yeah. Follow our social medias, and we'll make sure to share that. Triple A Broadcasting on YouTube as well. Let me make sure. I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious there from Brian. I'm glad we're getting comedy. And then Amanda here, Charlie's been, been getting um, I've, out. Of luck. Yeah. I've been getting
4: them for years. But I say we're leading the points in the bad luck
0: awards. Oh, <laughs> there you go, James. Thank you, James. Thank oh. you. Man, listen, this, this guy, is, this guy uh, does this not like you. He's him. actually <laughs> one of his best friends.
4: Oh, that, oh that's <laughs> what that's one that's one one makes it fun. I, <laughs> okay. I Completely
0: understand. I say the same thing about Charlie R- all the time. Right, it's fun picking on your friends, I guess. <laughs> So Las Vegas, Josh Berry squeaking out the win there in the Xfinity Series. Great race there as well as Joey Logano in the Cup Series. Needless to say, my final four bracket looking good. Uh, The rest of you guys uh, didn't have faith in Joey Logano. I had faith in the Logano.
3: I did say Logano or Blaney squeaking in. One of those two. Okay, fair enough.
0: But I thought overall. Bell might be out
3: of the picture now, thanks to being bubbled. Yeah,
0: pretty it's much. Nice. It's sports. It's, it's sports right there. Yeah. But I, I think the the both races, the Xfinity and Cup race, delivered there in Las Vegas. It was kind of status quo there for the Cup race at stage one. But then once Kyle Bush spun, everything went crazy. The second and third groove started coming in. We saw a lot of good racing, better than I expected. Great racing for the finish with Chastain and Logano. I thought it was great. Looking forward to Homestead. Much of the same, I feel, with, especially with all three series racing there. And we can't, can't forget to mention Haley Deegan making her Xfinity Series debut there at Las Vegas, finishing 13th. Good for her. Now, I'm not, yeah. going, I'm not saying right now go ahead and get a contract out for her. Not One race does not a career future make. I'm sure Danica ran well in the Xfinity Series as well from oh, time to takes time. think she ran that many. She didn't run that many, but when she did, whatever. So needless to say, we'll see what happens with Haley. I don't expect her to see her in an Xfinity car with, until 2024. That's just me. But we'll have to wait and see. But she made her debut. Congratulations to her on that. Gentlemen, anything else before we preview Homestead and Coda for Formula 1? Because that's about it for Las Vegas. We talked about everything there, I feel.
3: Y'all didn't trust my Final Four in the Xfinity, and now Barry's in the Final Four. No, you're, you're 100% right.
0: Forgot to mention that Barry's in the final four.
3: I was leading a race at Las Vegas and I got chest stained. It's okay,
0: buddy. I protested. I, I saw oh, that. Oh, he talking about iRacing. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about eye racing. <laughs> Yeah, oh you, you, you didn't get chastened. You got you got oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you got like, I got bubbed. you got bubbled 100 <laughs> straight up, dude. You got bubbled, yeah, bubbled, Oh, yeah, bubbled,
4: bubbled,
0: bubbled, bubbled, you got bubble stained. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. It, 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 that was bad. I was, I was mad for you, but anything else before we get into Homestead here? Nah, all right. Homestead race is coming up here for the truck, Xfinity, and Cup race as well as Coda here. The Truck Series race is going to be Saturday, October 22nd at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on FS1. Xfinity Series race Saturday, October 22nd at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on USA. And Sunday, October 23rd at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on NBC is the Cup Series race from Homestead. Really looking forward to Homestead. I really enjoy that racetrack. I wish it would be more of a prevalent track like it was back in the day where it was the final race of the season, but baggers winners baggers can't be choosers here and the formula one race from circuit of the america october 23rd at 3 p.m eastern standard time that's going to kind of clash with the cup race in my opinion but not really clash with them so winners for the xfinity truck cup and the formula one race preston you're back here for the first time in a long time going to start with you who do you got winning the upcoming races here this weekend Sorry, you lagged there for a second. Um, uh, Truck Series, John Hunter Niemicek. Xfinity,
2: Noah Gregson. Cup Series, I'm going Tyler Reddick because he's pretty strong when it comes to Homestead.
0: Formula One race, Sergio Perez. Okay, Sergio Perez, why not here? All right, Charlie, you want to go, Austin, or you want me to go? I'll I'll go. Truck Series, I got Ryan Priest. Xfinity,
3: I'll go (laughs) Algar. Go on. (laughs) Cup series. I feel like it's Elliot. Yeah, okay. Good one. And F one. Not that it really matters. Who who's Hamilton's
0: teammate? Who who was it? George Russell. Russell. I'll go with Russell. All right, George Russell there. I'm gonna go so nobody picks my pick here. Hamlin for Cup, him Hemrick for Xfinity, Stuart Friesen for Trucks. In Formula One, who cares? Max Verstappen, when already won the championship, he's going to win the race. Who cares? Hmm. Austin, it's up to you now, buddy.
4: All right, so, Trucks, I had John Hunter. He's already picked. So I'm going to go with Ben Rhodes. I've got to go with Noah Gregson because he's going to seal the deal. Cup Series. I'm going to say Chastain. Watermelon Boy gets it. And then for Formula One, I don't. I'm. I let y'all pick because you know I'm going to pick so.
0: Well, I already picked Max Verstappen, but who cares? We'll give you Charles Leclerc. Why not? Oh, that's a good
2: one. Not a bad, that's bad. not a bad pick. That would be awesome. uh, his,
0: t- Tell you what.
3: Oh, i tell his, you what. Ferrari,
0: screwed him somehow. Somehow. Tell you what, Austin. I'll give you Max Verstappen. I'll take Charles Leclerc. I don't I don't. You, you can get him. the reigning World Series, the winning World Series, the winning the reigning world, <laughs> the champion right there. Well, and him, and technically, he's reigning. Yeah. Yeah, technically, he's reigning. Amanda brings up a good point. Junior Motorsports will be have a good run at Homestead. I totally agree with that. And if in case you guys missed it, Preston lags and immediately blames it on someone else. I completely agree, Brian. And that was it for our show. Getting ready for our final thoughts here, unless you guys have anything else. I'm good. All right. Let's get into our final thoughts here. Before we wrap up today's episode, I wanted to remind everyone out there about our partnership with Fanatics. Fanatics is a proud sponsor of Burns Radio, which we here at Ramblin' About Racing are a proud affiliate with. Fanatics, you can find all your latest and greatest NASCAR skiers to get you ready for this coming-up season, such as T-shirts, hoodies, hats, diecasts, and so much more. But you don't only really have to stop in there and buy NASCAR gear. I get all my latest and greatest Washington Capitals gear from there. Yeah,
3: not only do you get hockey gear and stuff like that, I go in there that's where I swear, get all my Alabama Crimson Tide gear.
0: Yeah, that's right. Roll Tide, man. It's a one-stop shop for all your sports gear needs, no matter what sports you're interested in. All purchases help out. Burns Radio bring you latest and greatest content and keep us on the air to bring you guys that content through the radio. If you head over to ramblingaboutracing.com under our Partners tab, there you will find the link to Fanatics. Take you right there. Go do your shopping there for this upcoming racing season or for whatever sports you want go check them out
4: white flag white flag white flag white flag
1: white flag one lap to go one lap raider
0: Final thoughts here on this week's episode of Ramblin' About Racing. If you joined us all the way through here, really do appreciate it. Especially the comments from Brian, James, Amanda. Really do appreciate it. I like the fan interaction throughout the show. And I've noticed something here. With Preston here, we get a lot more fan interaction here. So Preston, you are obligated to be here the rest of the season. And it's only a few more I'll weeks. I'll do my best. It's only a few more weeks until we're winter break here. So there's no excuse whatsoever why you can't be here. I don't want to hear excuses. I want to hear solutions. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Very well. All right. Final thoughts here as we head into getting ready for homestead and a few more, re- a few handful of races to go here in the cup series for the 2022 season, and then our wrap up and then our Christmas special, and we're done until February. Should be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Looking forward to season five of Rambling About Racing, lining up a lot of great things coming up here. You don't want to miss it, and you definitely don't want to miss the conclusion of this season of Rambling About Racing. And and like we do at every end of the show, this week in NASCAR, in our fantasy standings, Charlie, you have those fantasy standings pulled up. You want me to do this week in NASCAR first? No, you can do this week. All right, this week in NASCAR. October 22nd, 1995, Ward Burton scores his first NASCAR Winston Cup victory in the AC Devilco 400 at Rockingham. Points leader Jeff Gordon finishes 20th, but still clings to a 162 point lead over Dale Earnhardt. And that happened October 22nd, 1995, in the old Winston Cup lore of NASCAR and. Charlie, our fantasy standings, and again, disclaimer here, I totally forgot to set my lineup. It doesn't matter. Come on, Matt. I I, I, better have, better, man. I have no excuse. I I, I blame VRL's. I didn't know. I ain't no to blame. Yeah. Well, if Preston could blame me on the lag, I could say. I got something. a point on that one. I, I got that. I gotta blame someone. Might as well be Preston.
3: Matt, you're still sitting seventh. Forty nine hundred and seventy points. Consistency. Sixth is SMR R and D. With 5,580. Fifth is S-Blades with 5,583. Preston, which one are you, SMR? He's Operations. Yeah, SMR Operations is fourth, 5,638 points. Third is Matt Camper with 5,667. Second is Super Sumo 32 with 5,722. So first with 5,913.
0: Oh, boy. It would take a miracle with, what, three races to go here? For you to mess that up, I think you got, I think you, I think you might have this one, Charlie. You ever met what
2: Charlie? Is already yeah. and just you,
0: you obviously don't know me very well. Have you, have you
2: ever, like,
3: followed Charlie Hurkus in any type of thing he's led? <laughs>
4: <laughs> a trip over air. I mean, <laughs> we, we had five, eight laps, no, five laps to go in the extended race, so not, not spotting for him, and we were running a leader down, and we had a caution.
3: Which one's
0: which one is, which one is uh, James? James is SMR R and D, our two time defending champion oh. here at the <laughs> fantasy league. And
3: they will be leaving fantasy, shifting their priorities to uh, football.
0: Fantasy football. Yeah, fantasy football here. <laughs> Needless to say, we're getting a lot more fan interaction action with Preston in the show. Preston, you don't you're a very underrated person here at the show, and I think you bring a great deal to the show because you're you're the original you're the og of the show we need you back here buddy i think
2: yeah the, yeah i think everybody just likes to tune in to see what kind of rant i can come up with i do like your rants i must say that i didn't rant tonight i didn't really rant tonight which i'm kind of disappointed in myself about but hey you know it's whatever and, you know real quick i did find some rumors that you were the uh, the whole formula one yeah, thing yeah, with yeah. uh with haas that's uh, Yeah, I, I saw the uh, Nico Hulkenberg thing, but uh, I didn't realize that Haas, Gunther Steiner, Gunther, uh, gave uh, Mick Schumacher some ultimatums on needing to finish a little bit better. Oh, man. Or Is he's going to he, lose his seat next season, so well, I, I, now well, I see. Haas hey,
0: you know. hasn't really been delivering here, you know? I mean, they've been running decently well. but I, now- think they, I, think, I think they catch some bad luck here and there. What, but what I mean, Kevin Maxson doesn't? does way better than Mick Schumacher does, let's be real. Oh yeah. Well, Mick Schumacher is still developing. Unfortunately for Mick Schumacher here, he has that last name to live up to. And if he it's were kind of hard to live up to that name, it would. When be. I mean, I'm not trying to hate on
2: Haas, but Haas is not the the best
0: team out Even there. If Mick Schumacher found himself one day in a Ferrari, which I have a feeling will happen a few years down the road. Mark my words here on this show, one, episode 152. Mick Schumacher will end up in Ferrari at one point in his career or another. He's going to be caring that you're the son of the great seven time world champion, Michael Schumacher. We expect you to do the same, if not better, than your dad. Good luck. Ooh. that's all i'm gonna say about that's that, tough. that, that that's, gonna yeah, tough. that's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough on I feel
2: like we've seen that before from somebody in racing before yeah mm-hmm. i have a
0: feeling we've seen that a few times in racing before
2: oh now wait a minute okay now
0: <laughs> now now wait a second okay wait a minute here no go ahead respond to that from brian stone here i, I like. Nah, it brian... don't
2: listen to a bandwagon brian stone just needs to leave a chat get out of here no brian. no no
0: brian you could stay you're this more than welcome to sing
2: it's not hockey. This is racing.
0: And make sure you guys leave the thumbs up on this episode as well if you don't mind if you're watching, if you have fun watching for get all flustered here over comments. I like it. Leave that <laughs> thumbs up. All right. Tune in hey, next week and see one, what happens.
3: Yeah. Right. One thing to one thing to think about here. Well, we, we'll get into the <laughs> thumbs <bottle off>.
0: up. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we'll this, get into final thoughts on this. Yeah, go ahead. This is this is our final thoughts, Charlie. Oh, okay. Never mind. Uh, yeah, we, so, we are in final <laughs> My bad. We've been in final thoughts uh, for the past three, so four we're minutes. Just, final,
3: we're going to get your final, final, final thoughts. Yeah, this is final, final thoughts. Oh, okay. uh, God. <laughs> you know, ponder on this until, you know, next episode or whatever. How is it that a tire can come off on pit road or on the track? Crew chief and the tire carrier or whatever tire changer can be suspended for four races, but Bubba can do what he did and only be suspended for one race.
0: I feel like that's something we should have covered during the Hayman.
3: Mm. It it just hit
0: me though, so I don't know. Just think about it. Uh, we'll, no, hey. I don't know, man. Um, NASCAR has been very. That's, a, that's a kind of a. Well, NASCAR's been very consistent on the tire thing. If you lose that tire, crew chief, tire changer, tire carrier are suspended for four races, no ifs, hands, or buts. You can't fight that.
2: I think that's a. I think that's a
0: bit too much, though, in my opinion. I think four yeah. races are way too many races for that. But you got to think, a tire going really fast, what, 80-pound tire going at 160, we'll say 100 miles an hour is still going to do a lot of damage, if not to a person, to a camper, to a camper. To anything, to another car, to anything. And I feel, to your point, Charlie, you make a great point. I'm not saying you don't, but I think it's just two separate issues. I mean, don't get me wrong. I see your point. Let me see if, oh, you know, we got three comments here. Before we leave here. think come oh, up. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> mm. Th- thanks, James. I appreciate that. That's fair enough. That's right, fair enough. And Brian says, uh, super yeah, yeah, double, yeah, yeah, and oh. Brian says four races overkill. Agree with that. That's an agree with Preston, but okay. It's tough if you're if you're. It's tough if you're not looking at it and you don't have any help here. Now is our show. Anything else before we wrap it up here, gentlemen? You're gonna start off with Preston. Anything no. else, buddy? I reckon we're probably good. Yeah, I think I we're good. We are yeah. Good. Yeah. probably good. Yeah. No, no, no. All right, all right. Leave yeah, me alone all right guys well i appreciate everybody that showed up here really do appreciate all the comments and stuff keep them rolling here let us know what you think using hashtag what you think itm and with that being said we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here on this episode of rambling about racing thank you again so much for tuning in whether you're on facebook twitter facebook twitter youtube live with uh or just catching up with us when you're after we're done with the live show make sure to follow rambling about racing on all social media platforms facebook twitter instagram and youtube from latest and greatest of the world of auto racing all those can be found at ramblingaboutracing.com make sure to go to the stores tab and support santo strong from bonfire again all proceeds will help go towards katherine santos and her family through this cancer fight that she's going through right now i like to thank our partners at the show stand up to cancer fanatics and extreme sim racing for all they do not only for us here at the show but for what they do for burns a radio as well for charlie Hercus chuck 8384 matt beamer n beamer 22 preston lude p underscore luda and austin reeves austin underscore Reeves six stay safe and have a good rest of the week